Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 32. This is the one podcast that will tell you which way the crypto will go. Was we right last week saying that the Bitcoin will pass 40,000? Yes, we was. And we have been a few times a little bit off, but in general, we are spot on when it comes to the correction. So if you're into the crypto market, this might very well be the one podcast that you want to listen to every single week. But we are not only into crypto, we are more into the stock market. How will the market move this week? what are the major things to look out for in the week ahead of us? I give you a few uh, stock tips, stocks that I believe will do good this week and stocks that I might even buy myself uh, and do a short-term trade. In the, end of the port, uh, in the end of this podcast, I will give you a little insight into the portfolio, which we've been following for a very long time. Last week was a good week for Ukugen uh, and uh, Arbutus. The rest of the stocks were not that good, but we will get there in just a minute. As usual, we will look at the week ahead of us. And what is it we can expect? How do I believe the market will perform? Last week, Nasdaq gained 1.1%. It's continuing slowly upwards, pushing towards that 15,000 limit. As I said a million times already, I believe you are in the final stretch, that final rally before it gets really dark. But I have no idea how far it will be. Uh, My initial target was 15,000. It could go as high as 20, but I really don't know. I think we are in uh, the rally now. It's a bit hard to see as it's go just slowly. But this week we will again test the 15,000 limit and it will be very exciting to see how that will be. Dow Jones is already way past uh, $35,000. Uh, points at 35,208 points. The week ahead of us will be a little bit exciting. Last week, job numbers came in better than expected. But what is it this week that can trigger the markets? Well, this week we get the inflation numbers. Before I dive deeper into the inflation numbers and what I think, here are a few other things uh, to know. Oil, as I said, I expected oil to fall below uh, 70s down to the 60s, uh, currently trading at 65. So we were right about the oil and I think oil should continue even further down uh, and that we very soon might see oil under 50 before it starts push up again. The reason is uh, very simple. There is more supply coming as OPEC opened their cranes a little bit more. That was said just some weeks ago, as I told you, OPEC decided to increase production. And usually you will see this in the other end, the price end. Gold, uh, which I'm uh, pretty sure will head back to 2000, was down $50 last week, ending at uh, 
roughly about $50, $1,747 if you want to be exact this gold traded right now. The big reason the gold uh, fell uh, was the very good job numbers in United States last week came in better than expected. This pushed uh, gold down. Gold is a kind of safe haven. If we are unsure about how markets will react, we tend to uh, buy more gold. But if you looked at the treasury yield, which measured the expectation for inflation, it actually rose a little bit last week, currently at 129, still very, very low uh, and uh, nothing to be scared about. But this week, by the end of the week from Wednesday, we get different numbers. We get the different uh, inflation numbers. Consumer price index numbers will come on Wednesday. Uh, on Friday, for instance, we will have the import price numbers come in. So uh, I expect uh, movements from Wednesday to Friday. That will be the exciting part of the week where things can move very fast. For uh, today and tomorrow, I don't expect that much. Today, you should uh, be aware that uh, AMC will push uh, their work, their earnings number after hours today. So expect some volatility in um, AMC, this super meme stock, as the numbers will be pushed uh, after hours. So I expect that you will see, especially at the end of the trading day, being very volatile. Workhorse uh, will push numbers before um, the market opens. The rest of the week is full of earning reports, but uh, these are the ones that you might want to check out. So what is it, um, what is it about uh, the market ahead of us? Well, the two things uh, that you have to remember is that with lower oil prices, a few items get cheaper. So this can help the long-term inflation rate. So even if the inflation numbers will come in maybe even higher than expected because the, the prices are still going crazy, I think that if oil continues down, this can outweigh some of the negative aspects of uh, inflation's numbers being higher than expected by the end of the week. But we know that Nasdaq is uh, facing this uh, 15,000 limit and we can go to the web page, type in the ticker for Nasdaq is XIC. And if we look at the chart, we will see that Nasdaq is just in a very nice uprising trend. Volume is following the index very nicely. The market is moving as expected. Good support below for the pivot top at 14,895, indicating that it can fall, for instance, today, even tomorrow but uh, most likely will push upwards again. As I said before, I don't really see any huge scares in the market right now. If we manage, uh, if we look at the, analyze some of the big stocks, we see somewhat the same picture. There is plenty of support below, just below today's level. And usually then, if things get a little rough, that huge support works as a buffer, making things uh, fall slower. The big scare is, for instance, if uh, Nasdaq fall uh, below 14,400 because then it gets less resistance and we can see huger and faster fall in Nasdaq. But we are not there yet and everything is just indicating that the index should push upwards. Looking at Dow Jones, we will see just the exact same thing. So what will be my final conclusion about the market and the week ahead of us? I think it might be a neutral to green week. 
First, I was thinking it will be very red as uh, people will be scared for the inflation numbers. But last week, the job numbers came in uh, much better than expected. And I think these things will outweigh. Uh, so my end conclusion is that I think it will be neutral to green, meaning that it will just be another OK week at Nasdaq. If the inflation numbers are lower than expected, it can even be a very good week. But I don't manage to see uh, the negative uh, week as such, but I don't think it will be a very, very strong week. Anyway, very interesting follow that Nasdaq again pushed 15,000. Above 15, like I said, when it's just managed to get over 14,000 uh, points in a proper way, it should go very fast to 15. It will be the same thing if it managed to go properly above 15,000. It will just go straight to 16,000 points. So um, what are the other things to look for? Well, we have, uh, as I mentioned in all my podcasts, uh, stock invest be analyzed more or less all the world. And that gives us a very good idea about how signals move uh, across the different regions, across the different countries. Right now, 26% of uh, all companies at Nasdaq is giving buy signals. It's not uh, very much. If you go to New York Stock Exchange, it's 37. We can see that New York Stock Exchange is getting a little higher. NUSA while Nasdaq still is low. So that makes me believe that the tech stock uh, can do uh, a little bit better in general than uh, what the stocks at New York Stock Exchange will do this week. London 36% buy signals. Uh, also starting to get uh, a little bit higher. It's been many weeks. It's actually been seven, eight weeks since we saw uh, London this high. And uh, we have to go six week backs for instance for new york stock exchange to see new york stock exchange this high on buy signals the logic is simple if there gets too many buy signals we get into an overheated market and we know that the correction is coming but we are not as i said there yet these numbers you can find by yourself go to stockinvest.us you can look at the front page you will see uh, the buy and sell signals for all uh, markets across the world or you can go uh, up to the right corner to the drop down list, select your market, and the first thing you will see is how many buy and sell and hold signals are issued in that market. We will just uh, jump forward uh, and we will start with the very first uh, stock analysis. I will do a few of them, then I will tell you what I think about the crypto uh, before we will wrap up everything with the portfolio and which stocks. I think we'll do good this week. And just as a small teaser, teaser, last week I told you that I believe Qatar will do good. I was actually able to get into uh, Qatar at $52.15 on the early Monday. Sold it on Friday. As I said, I expected it to go to $60. I got out on Thursday at $59.25, bringing me $7.6 on the trade or 14.57% uh, profit. Super happy about that one, came in just as I expected. Then we had this chicken soup entertainment stuff, which I also said I believe could do good. Well, I went in on Monday 33.80. Thought it would be a very good trade, but it didn't perform as I uh, expected. And I took a stop loss at 32.60. So for chicken soup, I lost 3.6%. But for these two trades, well, there was green cash into the bank. This week, I have two other companies that you might want to look into. Just hang in and you will know shortly. But let's start with uh, 
the stock analysis. And last week I said, I believe that um, Apple will end the week at $150. So did Apple do? Well, again, we can go to stockinvest.us and we can type in the ticker Apple and we can look at the chart and you will see all the things that I speak about. Apple ended at $146.14. So it was for $3.86 of target. I would say that's fairly okay because you really don't know. The thing to look out for now is that uh, uh, Apple is, of course, moving sideways, having problem breaking 150. If it breaks up above 150, you can expect it to move faster. So what do we want to look for? What are the incentives to push um, Apple above 150? Well, of course, we need a good market in general. It is getting close to the bottom of the trend. This is usually a buying opportunity. It has lots of support where it is. Another good sign. Volume, well, volume is to some degree, I would say, following the stock. Another good signal, there is buy signals from the long-term moving average, but the sell signal from the short-term moving average. Our system ranks it as a buy candidate with a score of 3.79. I believe that to be a fair evaluation because I think right now that Apple will continue upwards. Of course, you can argue that it's moving within a triangle formation, and if it breaks 149, it should move very rapidly upwards. Totally agree to that one as well. Uh, the other side is, of course, if it breaks down below 145, we should see a fall down to 137. That is totally possible as well. So it's not the most obvious buying case. I just say that it's a fair chance that it will continue upwards compared to the continue downwards. Last week, my target was 150. Well, I believe uh, that um, Apple will uh, trade somewhere between, in my opinion, Somewhere between $140, $150 for this week will be somewhat up and down. Uh, personally, I believe $143 will be the low, but I never know the relative strength index is moving up. So it's not uh, overbought. It will turn at 46. Now it's moving up towards uh, the 70s, currently at 61. So it's not high either. So I believe... Uh, Really, somewhere between 143 and 148, that's where it will move this week. So it will be a sideways week um, before it will really start to push upwards to that 150. So just to make a rough estimation, last week I had $150 as target and I will just remain the same. I think Apple will end at $150 when we come to the end of the week on Friday. And Microsoft, I said, well, I believe Microsoft will end the week at $283. So how did Microsoft do? Well, Microsoft and Apple is kind of similar if you look at the charts. Has buy signals on the short-term moving and long-term moving average, uh, a score of 3.67 from our algorithms. So it's more or less the same. The one thing that worries me more with Microsoft than Apple is the volume is not following the stock as good as it should be. You can argue uh, two ways. The volume is very low to be Microsoft, so you can argue that that will just, with a little incentive, push the stock further. It's currently trading around $290, 289.46, so my estimation was a little bit lower than it actually came in a little better than expected. No resistance above today's level and the stock can just continue to push upwards, but the relative strength index is 76, so it's getting overbought. Last time Microsoft was overbought, it went very well. It went from 260 all the way up to 290, so we left a 10% profit range while being overbought. It's a fair chance the same thing can happen again. 
uh, when it got into overbought last time, volume came from very low levels uh, and peaked. All of this will, of course, uh, depend uh, how the uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday will come in because these things can push stocks, the big stocks, uh, a little bit down. But I think that we should, um, uh, despite seeing uh, some negative signals, I think that we should let all the positive signals uh, be in advance of Microsoft. The trend is so nice, so strong. So I believe that the low point can be 280 if you're able to get in at 280. I think that will be a very good buying opportunity. The high could be, I would say, somewhere around $305. So it should most likely be a little bit more volatile uh, week for Microsoft compared to Apple. And I think that the real upside could be above 300 Ending the week, well, so hard to say. But let's say $293 will be the target for Friday. If you wonder uh, uh, about these targets, it's just so we can keep and measure. It's always nice to see if you are close to what you believe. But in general, uh, the direction for Microsoft and Apple is the same. I believe these two stocks will go slightly up. So if you take anything out of this analysis, well, it's a positive analysis. Then it's Tesla last week. I said I believe Tesla can go all the way to 750. So how did Tesla do? Well, Tesla, uh, you can type in the ticket yourself. Uh, go to our webpage, type Tesla or TSLA, and you will see. Tesla topped out at $714 and fell back to $699. So it did not manage to really break uh, up. But if you look at the chart, you can also see that the volume fell as the stock topped out. It's currently high on the relative strength index. It was very far off the $750 target, but that's... Uh, Tesla, I expected that um, we would see that push in uh, electric vehicle cars. And if you paid attention to last week, you noticed that Biden said by 2030, he wants 50% of all cars to be electric cars. But he did not invite Tesla into this meeting. And I think that was the part that market reacted to. But if you look at NEO, NEO neither did have a very special week. So I don't think we should be too conclusive about these things. But uh, Tesla is doing very good. I told you to buy Tesla at 560, that it was heading upwards. I still believe it will continue upwards. Right now, everything indicates that it should fall down to the support at 680 before bouncing up. And I believe that will be a good trading level. Volume is indicating that it actually can start trading up already today. So don't be uh, too surprised if it goes uh, straight up instead of going down to 680. But I think that the trading levels will be 680, 720. Right now, there is nothing indicating unless uh, markets get very good that Tesla will push uh, up. But I will remain positive. Last week, I was way too positive. I thought there was uh, momentum enough to push really, really hard. Uh, but didn't happen so that target for 750 was a little bit high last week but i will remain positive i will keep a target of 730 this week again what do you get out of it well it's about the direction trying to be spot on the dollar is very hard even for five days ahead so it's a uh, gamestop and gamestop last week i said gamestop uh, believe GameStop to end at $170. These stocks are hard, uh, a bit harder to predict. So GameStop ended $150, uh, almost $152. So 
way of and it's really struggling sell signals from the shorter moving average the long-term moving average our systems at stock invest had uh, has had uh, gamestop as a sell candidate since uh, july 13th been very correct so far down 15.71 percent as i told you last time has support around 140 150 so these levels should probably be levels where it starts to push up the problem now is Heavy resistance above from 160 to 180. And as I told you earlier, just a few minutes ago, AMC is getting uh, numbers out of the trading hours today. This will affect GameStop as well. Whatever happens to uh, AMC will probably be reflected into GameStop. So if AMC comes with some very su nice surprise and market loves it, you should see the same thing, uh, same type of reaction in GameStop. If AMC comes with bad results, bad negative forecasts, etc., and markets react negative, you should see the same thing for GameStop. So I think these will have somewhat the same thing. Falling under the 140, it can go straight to 100. So this is a risk with high stock. I simply analyze this because so many people trade and love this. They had had a waiting game since June where the stock just been sliding slowly downwards, 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 and downwards. Will it so? Uh, will it turn? Well, now it is at support levels, so you will see it's at this 150 uh, psychological level, but 140 is historical support from the early May's. Upwards, it will face resistance at all the big numbers: 160, 180, 200, 220, 240, 260, 280, 300. So every $20, it will face resistance if it starts to move upwards. Volume is extremely low. That just means the interest for a stock is extremely low. So if you are a careful trader, you will, of course, watch the volume. Is the volume starting to peak? That should peak your interest as well, because that means a movement might come in the direction that you want, either if you're shorting or buying. RSE is very low, very low for the stock, almost oversold. So I think there is room to go. Last week, I was a little bit too optimistic with 170, but I will keep that target for uh, GameStop also this week. So in general, I am positive to the development of GameStop. That brings us to Bitcoin, Dogcoin and crypto. And last week I told you, well, uh, Dogcoin was an obvious buy. Did I use this myself? Yes, of course I did. I got in uh, a Dogecoin at 0.20. It was traded 28, I think I saw uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, so currently in good shape and good profit, but I think there is more to come. Last week I said I believe Bitcoin can move all the way to $47,000. To be honest, I am not really sure uh, how much Bitcoin had at uh, high. But uh, the end of day data was 44,500. So if you use end of day data, we will uh, say that I was off by a roughly $2,500. Anyway, Bitcoin is far above 40. I told you when it was 30,000, it's just to buy because this is heading upwards. If you check the rest of the news, more or less everyone said sell. Now it will be a total Bitcoin crash. If you go to the chart, you can do this at stockinvest.us. Type in the ticker BTCUSD. And you will see that it reacted up just as it should. Problem now is that it's overbought. And I told you this also in last week's podcast. 
this causes the uh, natural possibility for natural corrections downwards. But right now, because it moved above 40, it has tons of support from 40 to 30 thousand dollars, and I cannot see even on the most rainy day that something very bad will happen. It has to be some news which is totally devastating, but I don't think that will happen. I think that you will see major companies slowly pushing out some news that they will accept Bitcoin as buying payment method. Uh, so in general, I think that we will see more positive news about crypto. And of course, you will have all these influences. So everyone who said it was negative, now as it's going upward, they think it will go upward. So they will start to push uh, more positive news. But I think Bitcoin might uh, fall all the way to 40,000 before bouncing up. If it gets to 40,000, I think it will be a good buying opportunity if you're not into Bitcoin, because this one will head to 50,000, later to 55,000. We are going upwards. I cannot see anything uh, change that picture as is. Then it has to be something very, very special. Will it be 50,000 this week? Well, Bitcoin is Bitcoin. It's so hard to say. But if you look at the chart, you can see that there is slowly growing interest. Volume represents uh, interest. and It's growing. That's exactly what you need. And being this volatile, well, I think that they will be able to push it. It comes down to a guessing when it's only five days in your forecast. It comes down to a guessing. I think... Uh, it will push up to 47,000. Face that resistance. That was why $47,000 was the target last week. Face that resistance. Struggle a little bit, but I will lift my target this week to 50,000. I think it's too optimistic, but just to indicate the direction where I think Bitcoin uh, will go. Should trade somewhere between 40 and 50,000 for sure. That's uh, my best guess. You have to be aware of this resistance at 47,000 at the same time. Uh, you should know that there is good support at 43, 42, 41, and 40,000, and later very strong resistance, sorry, support at 35,000. So being uh, big and bold, we say 50,000 for Bitcoin. Dogecoin. <clears throat> and here I have to warn you, I uh, bought Dogecoin uh, last week. I bought Bitcoin at 30,000. I told you this as well. I'd like to tell you what I trade so you know that I might be biased. Uh, but in general, uh, I also recommend you just go to a webpage, Tokenvest.us, cold, hard uh, algorithms analyzing. They don't have any human preferences. They don't care what it is. Could be grains, rains. Even lollipops it's analyzing, doesn't matter. It just do its calculations uh, and they are positive uh, to both Dogecoin and crypto. So they support my analysis. And last week I told you that getting a Dogecoin at 20 should be the most obvious buy. And it uh, pushed off uh, up, of course, and it was traded uh, up to 28, I think it was yesterday, but ending uh, the week at 26. So we were off the target. It was off the target, but, well, the direction is correct. Now it has, uh, if, you look to, if you look at the chart, we can see it has a major sell signals from something called moving average crosses. Got that sell signal in um, mid of May where the long-term became over the short-term moving average, gave a, uh, some referred to its death cross, uh, and uh, been falling ever since, as you know, then it was traded about uh, about 30 cents. 
But uh, two days ago, it came a bike cross from uh, also referred to as uh, Golden Cross, not Star. Remember, Star is something different, developed by Stock Invest and me. It's a totally different signal, more stronger signal. But uh, this Death Cross and uh, Golden Cross are well used terms. Got a golden, uh, got a uh, golden cross from uh, moving averages just two days ago, indicating that it should push very hard up. So I uh, remain positive, strong, strong support at uh, 20 cents. You should not gamble with money you are not able to lose. So remember that about all analyzers. Uh, don't go in with borrowed money. Be careful, be smart. This is uh, by all means, in some ways, a game. I believe uh, Dogecoin will just push upwards. I will keep my very strong target for 35 cents, as I believe Dogecoin will head upwards to 35 cents and even more. And you have to remember Dogecoin is just one of these memes created uh, more or less by Elon Musk. And I think that uh, there is a high chance that Elon might say something that will push Dogecoin anyway. Bitcoin will push the general market in such so uh, I cannot analyze all cryptos, but if you are into crypto, you should know as long as Bitcoin managed to push upwards, most of the other coins, not all of course, but most of the coins should also move in a positive direction. So you let Bitcoin be your leading star, give you guidance about what to expect from the market, the direction of course, the rest, it's up to the market. It's what happened on Reddit and everywhere else. They keep discussing these things and push those minor small uh, coins uh, further. If you ever wonder how much do I keep in uh, crypto? Well, I will not tell you the amount, but I can tell you that compared to stocks, I keep roughly around 20% uh, in crypto. The rest is in stock market but in general i have right now more than 55 percent of my assets in the bank because i am really not that sure market will perform things can change uh, rapidly and i like to have that buying opportunity sometimes cash is king uh, and there are no really really obvious buys like it was uh, back in may when i started this um, podcast and told you just buy for whatever you have because that uh, scare which was in the market when the pandemic came was too irrational. It was a huge upside. But we are no longer there. I think that we are uh, closer to the end. That brings us to the last two um, item tickets for this uh, podcast. Of course, which stocks do I believe will do good this week? I scraped more than 10% profit last week from the two stocks I picked. Will I be able to pick uh, the same stocks? Well... You have to hang in just a few more minutes because I will just shortly tell you what I believe the podcast will do. Then you will get my two tickers for the week ahead of us. And the podcast, we will wrap it up very quickly. Nothing major happened. Slow week for most of them. Uh, Ur Energy went a little bit up. Uh, again had a nice week, more than 10% gain. And I think it will just continue upwards. Diffusion was uh, unchanged. Arbutus at 10% gain, currently trading at 302. We lost the energy, did not change at all. I think there was a trade for some 25 stocks or something, uh, still totally down in the red. 
Petrogeo service not able to move very much at all. 428 right now struggling with the falling oil prices. But as I said, I'm in very huge greens with this one and I think it will just continue upwards. But right now is not typical uh, market where the stock will do good. So not sure it will be the best week. I think it will be a slow week for PBS this week. So that was uh, the portfolio that we uh, just keep uh, following. I will not say much more about it. Went uh, a little bit in plus last week, but not the biggest plus I seen. I think this week will be more or less somewhat the same. Could be uh, a little bit better than last week, but nothing special. That brings us to the very end of this podcast. And uh, currently we are 31 minutes, almost 32 minutes into the podcast, which usually end at 36 minutes. I'll not spend four minutes telling you about last two stocks. I will do that very shortly. The first stock that I think will do good this week, which I want to trade myself, is Excello. And uh, I hope uh, to get into Excella. What I like about Excella is the volume movements. This is what I like. It's highly risked, so be prepared for uh, volatility, big swings. It's easy to lose money as easy to gain. But look at the chart. I just think everything looks okay. Right now, stressing the resistance levels at uh, 320 plus uh, can force it down to 310 of course and this is the one level that I want to get into if I'm able to get in somewhere around 320 which I think I will uh, I will be in I hope to get in there could be that I will go in later I will keep very huge uh, attention to the volume uh, which I expect to increase and I think it's possible to get all the way to four dollars this week uh, and maybe as much as 20% plus. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm happy even with 3% plus, just so you know that. The next stock which uh, I will uh, get into is Virgin Galactic. Currently, our system says sell with minus 1.46%. But this is very close to a neutral evaluation. I know the systems very well. It has... has uh, uh, Virgin Galactic SPCE is the ticker. As a sell candidate since uh, 13th of July, falling 11.63% since it gave a sell signal. But I know these signals and these indicators and this system very well. I know that it will, if uh, uh, Galactic managed to move up a little bit, it will turn into a buy signal. And you can see this if you look at the chart, the stock is reacting up from the bottom of the trend, always a good sign, good support below very little resistance above and it can just move uh, faster if it moves up just a little bit it will also get buy signals from the long-term moving average currently has a buy signals from the short-term moving average so everything is looking good i think there is a trading range somewhere between 10 and 12 dollars for this one where 45 dollars will be the high-end market but also a possible turn around 41 dollars so I'm aiming somewhere, hoping to do maybe $10 in uh, Virgin Galactic. If you follow last time it was hype, it was of course because uh, the launch. So since the launch has been falling, and I just think that there might be a pickup opportunity and it's supported by the technical picture. I look at the technical picture. 
Good support below, falling below $30 uh, will uh, open uh, for a fall by 10% to 27%. If it falls below 27%, it can fall very hard to 20%. So be aware of the risk, like always there is risk. So these are the two stocks that I will uh, most likely buy in the early opening today, Excella and SPC Virgin Galactics. And we will see next week, will I be able to make uh, some cash on this? That's the end, my friend. Uh, finally, we are here on this week's podcast. I hope, as always, that you will have a very nice week, that you will enjoy not only the stock markets, but also the weather. If you have good weather, then you enjoy the last part of the summer. We are heading into the fall, as I said last week, and we can concentrate more on stock trading. Anyway, uh, I hope we'll have good green. Make sure to reduce your losses. It's also uh, one of the best trading tips I can do. Cut a loss if it's get too steep because it can always get uh, even deeper, even more red than you think. Try to ride the runners as long as you can. Look into stop loss, uh, especially something called trailing stop loss. Even more important if you are into the small stocks. This podcast is available on YouTube. And as I can see from the numbers, we are growing the, the listeners on YouTube. Uh, the podcast will come out on YouTube just a few hours after we launch it. Before the market opens today, we'll launch it. Uh, it will get out uh, on YouTube as well. And the texting on YouTube, because sometimes it might be hard to understand what I say. Hard to follow. So the texting should be available. I think YouTube usually uses just a few hours and then they will start auto-generate. Auto-texting allow you to read the text as well as listen to me. Well, I am done. I hope you are. And we will speak in a week. Bye.